Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know what comes to mind when I hear that? How James Harden and Daryl Morey used to be thick as thieves. They were BFFs. In fact, Daryl Morey gave James Harden everything he wanted for the first, what, seven, eight years he was in Houston? Even longer than that. Brought in guys that he wanted, got rid of guys he didn't want to play with anymore, and then ultimately sent him to Brooklyn. Didn't have to. Could have played hardball. Harden was being a punk, and so Daryl Morey finally caved. And because of that, preserved the relationship enough that when Morey went to Philadelphia, that's where Harden wanted to go to. And yet, somehow, that relationship has fractured so much that it's become acrimonious and maybe, just maybe, Harden is no longer welcome there. Huh. Did you hear the latest? Oh my gosh, I sound like a gossip queen. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. I barely made it, and no, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> not that you need to worry about me. I'm here. I just don't know uh, how coherent I am in every second of this show. But I'm here, and oh boy, do I have some amazing photos to share with you. That's after the show is done. Producer Jay is also here. It's our Friday. It's our payday. We are grateful, though. I haven't checked my bank account yet. Maybe I shouldn't be so grateful until I know it's in there. (laughs) But I hope that you have fun plans for the weekend. It is the last weekend of October. It is the last weekend of October. Are you kidding me? I have hiking plans with family and then pizza. Hiking and pizza. And then on Saturday evening, taking my brother and Bob to a symphony concert, Jurassic Park. So the movie plays 
on a big screen and the score is played live. And that seems perfect for Halloween. That's my kind of scary. I know it's not a horror flick. It's not really a Halloween movie, but it's scary. Or at least it was the original Jurassic Park. Do you guys remember when you saw the original Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah, it was terrifying. <laughs> and it's turned into a franchise, of course, but the original is still the OG. So I'm looking forward to that. My brother thinks we're going tie shopping. Still, he's no clue what his surprise birthday present is. And so I'm excited about the opportunity to surprise him and for him to say, oh, how horribly wrong he was. <laughs> so I know there are a lot of places around the country having this not just uh, – last vestiges of summer, but really warm weather. We're supposed to have temps in the like near 80, upper 70s, near 80 again on Friday. I almost, I didn't do it, but I almost had to turn on the air condition <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> that was crazy. I've had the heat on very sparingly. Uh, the temp was set at 62, so a couple of nights it's come on. Uh, but yeah, yesterday it got up to 75 in the house, and I thought, uh-oh, I'm going to have to turn on the AC because Penny and I don't do well with the heat. Uh, but it cooled down, and it's just a really beautiful fall weather, just a little bit too warm for me. I'm ready for it to be down in the 40s again and 50s during the daytime. Don't yell at me. Uh, you, well, if you must. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We would love for you to vote for the After Hours Game of the Week. We just went through a few of the candidates through the eyes and the lens of defense going to be a lot of fun to see how some of these games play out. And now that we're into week eight, these are supposed to be teams, in many cases, these are supposed to be teams who are division title contenders, who are consistent, who are separating themselves maybe from the pack. In the case of, say, the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Jaguars. I love the battle in the AFC North. Bengals better win this weekend or they're going to be left behind. But the Niners don't want to drop three in a row. So, yeah, lots of implications. Take that poll, again, on Twitter or Facebook. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. We'll get to the Bills and the Bucks, who are also in, I don't call them battles yet, but they're also battling to try to pick up ground in their own divisions, each of them second-place teams. So, look. We always get geeked up about the battle of first place teams. How about a battle of second place teams? <laughs> I mean, they both still have opportunities uh, to catch the teams in front of them. So we'll get to the start of week eight coming up here momentarily. But while we're talking about hoops and Harden and the Sixers, the Sixers were on the road in Milwaukee for their home opener. Also, Damian Lillard's debut with the Milwaukee Bucks. But you know who wasn't there? James Harden. Do you know why he wasn't there? Not because he didn't want to be there, as the story goes. Now, I guess you have to be careful what you believe. But I've seen reports now that Harden showed up at the airport Am I yelling? Harden showed Shay. Harden just made a funny face at me. Am I yelling? I'm very passionate about this. No. <laughs> okay. Harden showed up at the airport. You guys, I'm going to lower it. I don't really have an indoor voice, though. Ready to board the team plane. Only to be accosted might be too strong of a word, right? I don't think he was assaulted. <laughs> we, not, we don't know yet. 
That's true. I guess we don't know for sure. Details are still coming out. We can neither confirm nor deny, but the report is that security stopped him from boarding the plane. How about that? Two can play this game. Harden took off without telling his coach or his teammates where he was going. As it turns out, he had a very legitimate reason for being away from the team. Taking care of his sick mama. That's understandable. Lots of people do that in every walk of life. That's what FMLA is for. Sick mamas come first. But he didn't tell his team. He just took off. So, do you think it's a little bit of gamesmanship that instead of telling James Harden directly, Nick Nurse, Joel Embiid, though it's not it's not Joel's responsibility. That's That would be unprofessional. But how about Nick Nurse? Or... Daryl Morey, remember his former BFF? How about somebody tell him, oh, you can sit this trip out. You can stay home and work on your rehab. Work on your conditioning. Nope, nobody told him. He showed up at the airport. Now, this is, again, believe believe what you want to believe. There are reports out there, though, that he showed up for the team plane at the airport and was told by security that he would not be allowed on the plane. Wow, that's badass. I, I don't, I'm I'm not a huge fan of James Harden, the way he conducts his, bu- conducts his business. I don't know anything about his personal life. But the way that he conducts his business life, and I don't like how he does his business. But man, do you think it's true? Security? Come on. Is that paybacks or a B-I-T-C-H? Oh my gosh. I mean, if there's any, if they wanted to reconcile this relationship at all, I don't think that was the way to do it. I mean, if there, I could get, I see what you're saying where it's like, hey, you want to play that game? We could play that game too, but I don't see that improving the situation at all. Now, again, the reports are not only that he showed up to go to Milwaukee for the trip, but that he was, he intended to play. Weird, right? Because Nick Nurse was just telling us yesterday that they were working on the game plan. I'm sorry, not yesterday, Wednesday. They were working on the game plan and that they really couldn't count on Harden. They had to go ahead and game plan because he hadn't been around. They had said that he he wasn't even sure if he was going to be there for the home opener Sunday night, I believe. Right. And so here he is returning to the team, works out one day and somehow thinks he's going to get on the team plane and nobody bothered to tell him. Of course, maybe, just call me crazy, Jay. When you tell the entire world that your boss is a liar, eh, Maybe he's not so interested in communicating with you directly. There might be grounds for, uh, <laughs> you know, something there, something to retaliation. Wow. Could you imagine, though? It, that's humiliating. For It would be humiliating for most people, but humiliating for a guy like James Harden, who is former MVP, theoretically supposed to be this, one of the top players on the team. I, I'm air, air quotations. Makes enough. <laughs> I mean, I just am stunned if that's actually what happened. Well, both of these are are kind of crazy from each perspective. That Harden thought he was just going to show up and play, but also that the team didn't tell him. Now, I guess we also need to know: Did Harden communicate with anyone that he was showing up to the airport? Hmm. Right. Another good question. Another really good question. So I'm going to give you the source from CBS Sports just so you know where it came from. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, we're not talking about a slouch here. We're talking about a Woj bomb that 
Oh, well, that the Clippers are no longer interested in negotiating for James Harden, but that also, I mean, they were the only team that was interested in pursuing him. So if that's the case, that they are not right now actively looking for him in a trade, well, then he needs to play for the Sixers or play none at all. But what if the Sixers have indicated now that they're not interested in having him play? Rutrow. He may have burned all the bridges. Not Mikhail Bridges, but all the bridges. Jay, that's... I, hmm. I could see that being like a strong-arm attempt by the Clippers, saying like, oh, we don't want him anyway. And then you get him for pennies on the dollar because it's just getting such a horrible situation in Philadelphia that they're mm-hmm. just going to end up cutting ties no matter what, and you don't have to trade multiple first-round picks for him. Yeah. So on the heels of the Clippers not being interested, at least not in hot pursuit right now, Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report is the one that reports James tried to board the team flight on Wednesday. That's how he puts it. He tried to board the team flight on Wednesday, but was stopped by security and informed he wasn't traveling with the team. This comes from Chris Haynes. Harden was frustrated after he wasn't allowed on the plane, but he left the airport without any sort of altercation. Okay, let's not make a scene. Oh my gosh, I would have made a scene. I can't imagine that. That went over so smoothly. I mean, no, I'm sure it didn't. It did, but I, I can't well, imagine. Well, no, only that he didn't, there was no scene. But he wasn't happy about not being allowed on the team plane. Do you think that Nick Nurse and Daryl Morey and the the other players, Joel Embiid, his teammates, Tyrese Maxey, are looking out the window watching this happen? I don't know. <gasps> I couldn't imagine. Uh-uh. It's a charter what? flight, so it's only them on the flight. But do you think they're actually watching this play out on the tarmac? And James Harden is being stopped by security, not by his coach, not by the GM. Again, it's not on his teammates to tell him. One of his bosses should have told him if that was their intent. But as you point out, maybe they didn't expect him to show up. That's what I'm thinking. So maybe they they told him to stay home or, you know, you're not, we're not taking you on this trip. And he shows up at the airport anyway. Except still, though, a security official would have had to be told ahead of time. Harden's not allowed on the plane. Right. Uh, yeah. Because he's, name, a, he's a player. He's on the team. Yeah, exactly. He is on the team. some t- sort of list. <laughs> he is that, sort of on the team. <laughs> yeah, right. He's getting paid by the team. But wow. These, yeah, there'd have to be some sort of list saying don't allow James Harden on this flight, right? Right. It's a no-fly list. I'm a no-fly <laughs> list. It's a no-fly no list on the Sixers charter. <laughs> and that's not just because he doesn't dunk anymore. <laughs> It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Well, here's Nick Nurse's response when he was asked about it after the game. Um, There was a report that uh, he showed up for practice and that we uh, determined that he should stay back for conditioning. Huh. Doesn't say anything about the airport. Doesn't say anything about the plane. Just that he showed up for practice. And we told him he should stay back with the team. Huh. That makes no sense. It's almost like we took two halves of previous Nick Nurse comments and put them together. There was a report he showed up for practice, and we told him he should stay home and work on conditioning. All right, somebody's wrong. Somebody's right, somebody's wrong, or somebody's posturing. He sounded very uncomfortable. Um, um. Um. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I, d- I don't know if maybe they're just not communicating at all, and that's where this... Well, okay, but if that's the case, 
you can't necessarily blame Nick Nurse or Daryl Morey oh, because no. James Harden took off. Now, do I think that they should be more professional than that? Yes, I do. You shouldn't be treating your players the same way that they treated you. I, that that seems unprofessional. You're the leaders. You're supposed to set the tone and be bigger than that, better than that. But maybe they didn't know James was showing up since they'd already told him stay home. I feel like the NBA might needs to do something here. In terms, uh, how can you just disallow a player to uh, who's on your roster on the floor? How flight? can you just disappear and not tell anyone where you're going for ten days? No, I get that too, but there's got to be some sort of like, I don't know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Repercussion? Like, not repercussions. Like protocol? protocols for, for for team travel and for for. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't think a team can say to a player, we don't want you to come with us on this road trip. You're a distraction. This is not helpful. <sighs> but Harden didn't know that. So, like, they didn't tell Maybe. him that. We don't like, know that for sure. Right. They could have told him to stay home, and he just said, screw that. I'm going to Milwaukee. Maybe. Maybe. If I want to yeah, see Dame's debut in Milwaukee. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing. Speaking of Dame's debut in Milwaukee, we'll get to it, but it was dynamic. It was dynamic and delectable dame it was the same dame that we've seen for over a decade in portland but he's wearing green which was kind of crazy and he also had one hell of a night oh what a night what is this having to spend each day it's not easy being green of the leaves (laughs) oh dear when i think it might be nicer being red or yellow or gold or Something much more colorful like that. Because <laughs> it's not easy being green. What's wrong with us? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. James at the top of the arc. Moves to his right. Puts up a tough three. And he drills it with the foul. In the second quarter here from Pfizer Forum, he's got a chance at a four-point play on his first three-pointer as a Milwaukee Buck. 48-36-5, 20 to go now in the second quarter. Season opener for both teams. Lillard running downhill, puts up a tough shot at B, try to get in the way, but to no avail. Dame Lillard is cooking now. He's got 14 points after that make here in this opening half with still 5-14 to play in the second quarter. It kind of feels like a road game, you know, right now. It's like I'm looking around like I'm the new guy, you know, even though I've been in this league a long time. Um, but I, like I said, I, I came here to, to be a part of winning. And, um, you know, I think I've, I've started to settle in, you know, just by how I've been embraced and, you know, what, what the team is saying to me behind closed doors. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Wasting no time, one Damian Lillard. What more could we ask for in his Milwaukee debut? And you're really picking up where he left off. He is one of the best shooters in the NBA, and he wants the ball in his hands. Now, he's going to have to share that ball with Giannis uh, because Giannis has been dumb man and now has a new contract extension that lines him up with Dame's tenure in Milwaukee. So the two of them will have to figure it out. And Giannis did mention that after the game. He talked about the trust factor. 
we have to trust one another enough that we feed the guy who's got the hot hand. He has to know we're going to give the ball to him when he has the hot hand. And, oh, yeah, last night it was decidedly hot. Lillard, step back three, on the way, got it! Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Damian Lillard, welcome to the Cream City. Game time has arrived with 107 to go. One humongous step-back triple. But it was one shot in a stretch of 11 consecutive points for Dame as this was a back and forth down the stretch with the Sixers. Now four seconds left. Embiid fires up the three. Missed it. Rebounded by Melton. Fires up a desperation three off the window. It goes. But thanks to two clutch free throws from the newest hero in Milwaukee, Damian Lillard and the Bucks are winners tonight. 118 to 117, and Dame time has officially arrived here in the Cream City as the Bucks ride 39 points from Damian Lillard, who busts the door down. I came in knowing what was expected of me, you know, when these type of situations came, and um, I've been in enough of those situations where I know it's probably not going to always be me making a shot or taking a shot, but, um, you know, they they're encouraging me to be the person to take control and make decisions and, um, you know, decide what's going to happen in those moments. And uh, that's that's what I'm here to do. Welcome to Milwaukee. So far, it's pretty easy being green. If you are Damian Lillard, couldn't have asked for a better debut to year 12. Wow, that's crazy. But 39 points for him, including the final 11 in a row. And 
to me, this is a big deal. I think it speaks volumes of Giannis, although it is one game, so I don't want to over overemphasize this. But Giannis has been the man there. Sure, there's been Chris Middleton, and he's a dirt dog, and they had Drew Holiday, who also was a leader and was accustomed to having the ball in his hands as the point guard and as a veteran. But Giannis is the guy that's been making the plays from Milwaukee. Over this stretch, since he got there, he's the one. He's the one that generally looked to make the big play. Now, oftentimes it's been a big dunk where someone's feeding him or it's been a fast break where he's running the court. Maybe it's been an offensive rebound and a putback. They put him on the free throw line where he's tried to continue to get better at his free throw shooting. But he's been the man. Now he's got the man in terms of making late shots. And so the fact that Dame had the final 11 points, I think that's significant. His first game with Milwaukee. So is Giannis willing to let it play out that way every time? Or, you know, this Giannis dude, generally pretty good at collecting triple doubles, scoring himself. It's going to be interesting. But I think if you're both motivated to win, that's usually what becomes the prevailing factor. That's how teams are built. That's how chemistry is built. I care more about the guy to my right, the guy to my left. I care more about our team goals than I do about my own individual accomplishments. Not always easy, especially for athletes at the highest level. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So we had Milwaukee and Dame's debut. We also had the Lakers home opener hosting Kevin Durant. Oh, look, they're such good friends, LeBron and KD. All right, here we go. 91-91, crowd on its feet. 115 to go in the fourth. LeBron with it, top of the key. Fly into the rim, lays it up, and in! 93-91 Lakers. 105 to go in the fourth. LeBron driving down the middle to the rim, and in! LeBron's taking over the game! 95-91 Lakers. 41 seconds remaining. And what a fourth quarter for L.A. It definitely was that. And what a fourth quarter for LeBron as he starts year 21. He scores 10 of his 21 points in the fourth quarter. And this is notable, I think. Played the entire fourth quarter. So, yes, we're getting some of these superstars on the court to start the season. NBA knows what it's doing with primetime games, nationally televised. Let's put our best feet forward. And so it's KD and it's LeBron. And yeah, LeBron is accustomed to being the one who's got the ball in his hands, right? So it's a theme for Thursday night in the NBA. I looked at the time and the score and what was going on in the game. And, I, you know, it was an easy answer for myself. Um, <clears throat> you know, I know how much, you know, work I've put into to be able to play quarters or whatever the case may be. And I understand that we're, uh, we definitely have a system put in place. But tonight calls for me to try to, uh, you know, go outside of the box today. And Coach Hand was cool with that. He said he still had three timeouts. He was able to use those wisely to get myself rest, get the team rest. And um, I felt um, very fresh going on the stretch. Um, um, you know, with 
not logging so many minutes beforehand, before the fourth quarter. So, um, coach trusted me, and um, I had to go out and improve it. As he's won championships, just learning how to watch film and dissect the film, and you could just see that and hear that in his talk throughout the whole game. So, um, there's always a battle playing against high IQ players like that. What did LeBron tell us once? He has a high basketball IQ, the best player in the world. <laughs> we, I feel like we haven't had LeBron drops in years. Goodness. But the NBA is back. So we've hit all the major storylines. I mean, there's more to come. But we talked about Wemby and Wemby Fever in San Antonio. Uh, Luca, the ripe old age of 24 now with a triple-double. Uh, we also got the debut of the New Look Celtics with Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis and his 30 points in a big victory over the Knicks. We talked about the, well, the Lakers in year 21 with LeBron. That was uh, the case even as they were going up against, uh, was it the Warriors the other night that they were playing? No, was it? No, no, no. The, the Nuggets, that's right. D uh, Denver returning as champions and their ring ceremony, and they honestly look about the same. Um, and now Kevin Durant, they're trotting him all over the place, right? He starts at Golden State, then he's in Los Angeles. <laughs> so we're we're getting what the NBA does best, which is showcase its superstars. If every league showcased its superstars like the NBA did, well, we'd be oversaturated. I have a huge basketball IQ. There we go. If Thank you, Producer Jay, but also thank you, LeBron. If the if the powers that be at Major League Baseball knew how to showcase their superstars the same way that basketball does, I get that it's a different feel, but the NBA is brilliant at it. And so I'm excited to see more of Dame and Giannis. That's fun. I mean, Kristaps Porzingis, if he plays healthy or stays healthy, excuse me, and plays like that all season, uh, LeBron will be a story because of his durability in year 21. Uh, Jay just said to me, is he 40 yet? <laughs> and he is the oldest player in the league. He's the oldest player in the league. So he's now become the Tom Brady of the NBA. It's crazy to think about 21 years. 21 years. And not he's, two, not three, <laughs> not four. No, definitely not that. And he's still so good. We don't know about the James Harden situation. That one's still up in the air. Yeah, a lot of questions uh, in these first few days of the NBA season. But it's not the start of the NFL season, and we still have questions about the Buffalo Bills, or I do. Are my expectations too high? Maybe that's the problem. I do have an issue with that. Sometimes I set my expectations too high for family and friends, and... And then I get disappointed when they don't meet them, right? Because I expect them to, to do what I would do, which is just, I, I know that's not right. So I ch am constantly challenging myself to not have super high expectations or at least not to judge people based on my expectations. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong with the Buffalo Bills. Maybe my expectations are just too high for Josh Allen and this offense. I'll explain. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, what is the after hours game of the week? Lots of you blowing up our Facebook page as well. We've given you four options that are kind of interesting matchups. They're they're not divisional battles. No, we got a we got a fun mix in week eight. And every team is playing no buys, which is also odd. You are listening to this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The After Hours Podcast. Third and 11 here for Buffalo. Two receivers to the right. Diggs and Kincaid on the left. Murray in the backfield. Allen in the shotgun. Going to roll out to his right. Looking for somebody. Throws it back across the middle. And Kincaid waltzes into the end zone for his first touchdown as a Buffalo Bill. 22 yards. Allen to Kincaid. Second and goal just inside the five. Gabe Davis motions over tight to the right. Now they send Deontay Hardy in motion to the right. Allen back to throw. Looking. Pumps. Throws. Wide open. Davis streaking in the back of the end zone. Touchdown Buffalo. Allen held it the extra second. And Davis got a ton of space in the back left corner of the end zone. And the Bills with 10.40 to go in the third. Take the opening drive in the second half and go up 23 to 10. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. They did not go scoreless for the first three quarters of the game. They actually scored in the first half. The Buffalo Bills had an early 10-0 lead by the second quarter. Though I will point out they also had an interception, a tipped ball, and they were stopped Twice from the one-yard line against the Buccaneers. Two very good, very impressive defensive stops by the Buccaneers with the Bills on the one-yard line. So they marched all the way down there and came away with no points. So still a slower start, but at least they were able to score a couple of times and had a 24-10 to lead early in the third quarter. Here's where I wonder about my expectations. They didn't score again. In fact, they kept giving the ball back to the Buccaneers, who also scuffled, but I would expect that from Tampa's offense. Should I start expecting that from the Bills as well? High expectations mean I believe in you, Buffalo. 
High expectations mean I believe in you, Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis, and James Cook. They were over 100 yards rushing. They had plenty of opportunities, but they go through these long stretches where they're unproductive. And it's kind of tough when you put up your 24 points and then you watch your opponent come back and get within a score and with under three minutes to play, you have the ball in your hands. You can run out the clock. And yet still, had to punt it back so that the Buccaneers were the ones with the ball in their hands offensively as the time is winding down. Mayfield back to pass, pocket collapsing, steps up, heaves it down the field. This is going to reach the end zone, and it's incomplete. Godwin turned around a little too late, but he was in the vicinity to make the catch. He did not, and the game is over. In that ball, Third week the- in a row, the game ends with the ball in the end zone. My goodness. Chris Brown and company, Chris Brown and Eric Wood on Bills Radio. Yeah, the fact is the Bills couldn't run out the clock when they had the opportunity. They just needed to keep the ball for two minutes and 44 seconds, and not even that much really, right? You can kneel down if you get within uh, enough time, and they were unable to do that. So they had to punt the ball back, and Baker Mayfield did have an opportunity for a Hail Mary attempt. Crazy, too, because Chris Godwin was in position. I mean, you're not really in position, but he was in the end zone and he turns and he's maybe a little disoriented, looking up, trying to find the football, but doesn't turn quickly enough and the ball bounces right in front of him. I mean, had he reached out his hands, I don't know if he would have caught it because again, he was turning late and had to find the ball that was sailing in at such a high angle because of the distance and Baker had to throw it and chuck it up in the air as high as possible to try to get it to travel that far. And so as Chris looks around, the ball is coming down. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it almost looked like you got a hand on it, a finger on it, or at least one, reach, reach one out there. So it was a close call for the Bills. I'm sure there were Bills Mafia who were gasping for breath. Forget belly flopping on tables, gasping for their last breath. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Josh had a rushing touchdown early on. Looked good. Was cutting through traffic, finding the afterburners, and then had two passing touchdowns, over 300 yards. Most importantly, the team is now 5-3 and three and on a short work week, able to get a win. Everything that we want is still in front of us. So, um, again, you don't, you know, you wish you were 8-0 at this point. You wish you were 7-1. You wish you were 6-2, and, and that's the reality of it is we're 5-3. and three. But we're going to continue to take it one one game at a time. And we got Sunday night next week against a really good Bengals team. So we got to be ready for them. Ooh, Bengals playing on two Sunday nights. Isn't Bengals Niners a Sunday night game this week too? So <laughs> I'm not sure if you all heard some of the audibles or some of the calls at the line that the Amazon Prime broadcast pointed out. One of them was LeBron James. Did you hear LeBron James? That was kind of fun. He actually, it wasn't just LeBron. It was LeBron James. You could hear it very clearly. But there was another one. I wonder, since the NFL's a copycat league, if we're going to start hearing this all over the NFL. (laughs) Josh Allen's got a new call at the line. It's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, my gosh. Do you think it's a conspiracy? Uh, There are going to be conspiracy theories out there where 
now the NFL is commanding teams to to incorporate Taylor Swift as much as possible. Yeah, I don't think the NFL is mad that he did that. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As for Baker Mayfield, there was a late touchdown drive that he engineered with the Bucks. It went 17 plays, 17 plays, 92 yards. Uh, Jordan Poyer was saying after the game he's got to do more conditioning because he was dying. Uh, so they do pull within six points, and they have the opportunity on that Hail Mary. Ultimately, though, two problems that keep rearing their ugly heads in this three-game losing skid for the Bucks. Number one is turnovers. Now, they didn't have any last – I don't think they had any last night. Uh, there was the interception for the Bills, but I don't think the Bucks had a turnover. Not one that I remember anyway. I'll look just to, to be sure. But they did have a, a, a ton of penalties, 11 of them last night. And so that was their issue. And the Bills punting did a good job pinning them so they would have long fields that they were staring at. Um, but despite all of that, even though they've lost four or five, Todd Bowles, Baker Mayfield, still still just believing and chugging along, trying to find their groove. My faith in these guys have never wavered. I'll take them anywhere. I'll take them down an the alley. I'll fight with them any kind of way. I believe in them wholeheartedly. We believe in ourselves as a team, and we know we'll push forward and get better. We're right there. We're right there. Um, we're a few, <clears throat> a few plays away from, you know, being where we want to be, so we just got to make sure – when we come back to work, that we make those plays and, and just um, fix, all, fix our mistakes. Losing three in a row sucks. There, there's no way around that. <laughs> he loves um, saying that these it's days. It's just a feeling. So, um, but we, we showed fight tonight. That's, that's the one thing that, um, you know, we can hang our hats on. <laughs> he is r- using the word sucks liberally these days. I suck today. We suck today. It was awful. Everybody sucked today. It just sucked. It all sucks. And then he throws in a word we had to bleep out just for good measure. Just in case we didn't understand the sucks the first time. <laughs> yeah, there were no turnovers, so I got that part right. I didn't remember any. Um, so that's good. They had a turnover-free game, but they did have 11 penalty flags, which is a big deal. Only got into the red zone once, so they're making life harder for themselves. Uh, but from the corrections department, Jay just tells me we're both, uh, we missed it. The Bengals and Niners are not on Sunday night. I bet that's a nationally televised game, though. 425 Eastern. Looking forward to that uh, 125 Niners time. So Bengals-Niners this week, and then next week Bengals are on Sunday Night Football uh, with the Bills. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. What is the After Hours game of the week? You can find the poll on either Twitter or Facebook. Some of you are throwing Pats and Dolphins into the mix, and I would agree. I do think that that's – an important game for the Dolphins, number one, because of how they lost last week um, against the Eagles, but also because the Patriots made a big statement against the Bills. If not to Buffalo, if not for the division, if not for the playoffs, at least for themselves, at least for their fan base, at least to show what they're capable of. Day I'm, day. <laughs> I'm sure it was a major confidence boost. Maybe the Patriots were hoping that Tyreek Hill would not be available. Remember, he missed some practice time because of a hip injury. Sorry, Patriots. I just wanted some attention, man, because my mom went talking to me yesterday, so I needed some attention from somebody. <laughs> no, I'm good, though. Good. Plan on playing on Sunday? Yeah, baby. I'm good, baby. <laughs> he said I needed some attention, so that's why I didn't practice and had a hip injury? His mom wouldn't talk to him, who he just took a $100,000 fine for, for giving her the ball. Yes, mm, so his mom to- wouldn't talk to him, maybe because she doesn't like the fact that he missed practice, and so he needed some attention. My mom wouldn't talk to me yesterday. <laughs> I'd say giving the ball and taking that fine and some attention. 
seriously. All right, so Tyreek Hill is in for Patriots-Dolphins. As we say, that's not one of the candidates for Game of the Week, but you can write it in. Uh, the, the Bengals were on a bye last week, so we didn't see them. Right now, they're in the basement of the AFC North. They're at 3-3, three and three, and they got to face the Seahawks' defense this weekend. They're really good. Their front is, is one of the best in the league. They, they play together. They play hard. They play fast. It's going to be a challenge. I missed you, Joe Burrow. I also missed Mike Tomlin when they were on by. So now the Steelers are back this weekend against the Jaguars. That, I think, is going to be a really interesting game. Really interesting. It's after it's hours. A fight. It always is a fight. <laughs> Wait, what did he say about Etienne? He's a problematic. Is that what he said? <laughs> Do you think this is the first time in his football career that Etienne has been called problematic? <laughs> Just. I love Mike He's Tomlin. Been hot. <laughs> That's true. He definitely has been. Uh, Jags have won four in a row. Did you know? Ooh, this is something that you can use to impress your friends at your Halloween party this weekend, Jay. I dare you to to wear your ghost costume, or as I said to you, dress like a shower, like Ralph Macchio in The Karate Kid. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, Jay may go as a ghost though, which is so cheap. But anyway. Maybe get a, a flowered sheet. Don't get a white sheet. So, a flowered sheet? Yeah. <laughs> what can I pass that off as? A ghost who... A ghost who loves flowers. I guess. Casper loves flowers. Anyway, this is something you can use to impress friends at your upcoming Halloween party. Sam Howell, most sacked QB in the NFL this season. Ouch! The sack problem is definitely an issue, and we want to try to avoid that um, and try to you know limit those numbers. Um, but at the same time, you know, I still want to go out there and play how I'm coached to play and still keep my eyes downfield and be able to locate those guys and not be too worried about the rush, um, you know, and let those guys up front do their job. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a balance of trying to avoid sacks, but also trying to still play quarterback for sure. Which comes first, the sack or the turnover? That is the question because there have been some turnovers for sure. I don't know what's going to happen there in Washington. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. The, with the new ownership and them, usually new owners want to bring in their own people, or at least they evaluate for a bit and then they decide where they'd like to make changes. And what did Jonathan Nellen tell us earlier this week? He's tired of this bleep. Yeah. There's a lot of fans and I would say probably people internally who are tired of this bleep. So, uh, Commanders and Eagles this weekend. We'll see how often the Eagles can get to Sam Howell and make life miserable. I hope that your weekend is the opposite of miserable. But before you check out, will you please vote for the After Hours Game of the Week? And we are back with you on Sunday night to talk football and World Series Games 1 and 2. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.